It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. All right. Um, so the other part of this, as we spend five minutes talking about Scotland, a little bit tighter pods this week. It will not be quite as long because of all the radio things and yes. then the schedule. And Elliot has to freaking go to Scotland tomorrow. So let's. Stop. I feel like we have so many house cleaning things. I know. Well, that, you know, this is where maybe, that, maybe this is a house cleaning pod. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say is to everyone that's tweeted and left reviews about the audio levels. We hear you. Oh, big time. The commercials and yes. stuff. We are, we are, we are working are on it. Big time working on and it. Like, honestly, the amount of stress that it is causing us working on it. Yes. It, and it, so, trust me, we feel you. Normally, when people leave poor reviews, it really angers me. In this case, while I would not encourage anybody to do it, you are justified to do it. Yeah. It is annoying, and we apologize for the fact that it is hard to hear. We are working on it. Yeah. Just wanted to put that That's out it. there because- we always listen to the feedback, and, and, and for what it's worth, we have no we have no control over that. That's right. Like, it's a whole in, thing. But it's a whole thing. We are we, we are nothing working to do on with it. that. You know. Yeah. So anyway, good point with asking. Last house cleaning thing, uh, post game pods because Elliot will be gone. Yeah. What will likely happen? We're gonna and Elliot, you know, again, it's gonna be like one in the morning when the game starts. There, it's a whole thing. You're there for a wedding, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The goal, our goal, is for each of us to do a, a solo post game pod. Yeah, it'll be a little unique for you yeah. guys. Yeah, so you can get Elliot's view, you can get my view, like you normally would, just without us yelling at each other about it. So uh, that's I was the also goal. thinking that's the goal. So we're sharing an Airbnb with people that are going, yeah. and I'm sure like everyone's from Philly, so I'm sure people will stay oh, up and look watch at you. the game. Gotta get a few uh, but, chimes. But it would also be funny if like people are sleeping, so I couldn't record in the house. I've already thought I'm just gonna go stand on a street. So it's funny to picture me. At four in the morning in Scotland, like on the street being like, you know, well, the passing office wasn't great, but. <laughs> it's funny too. And I've said this before, but like talking to yourself is a very strange thing. Yeah. That it takes time to get used to doing. Like mm-hmm. the first time you're like, all right, I'm just going to sit here and talk into a microphone to myself. It's weird. You know, so, well, you know, it, it'll, I'm looking forward to doing it. It that, should be fun. That also. So um, a lot of times like people, I'm sure this happens to you, like asks, you know, advice about speaking into a mic and stuff. But the person that cuts my hair is uh, in school. Gave me the best. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, is in school. And as part of it, she's like shooting videos where, you know, she answers a question in three minutes or whatever. And I think in general, it is way harder to talk into a mic when it's not live. 
because I think you think to yourself, well, I'll just restart if it doesn't go well. Whereas if you do it live, I think you just keep it moving. So I find that the things I record where it's not live and it's just me, I start and stop a lot more and I get more frustrated as opposed to if it's me and you recording or if I'm on the oh, air live. So this is so funny. So, And this is because I did six years of Phillies today. Like six oh, years point. of yeah. talking to myself 25 a minutes a day, 25 minutes a day for every day for a baseball season. So it was like, I counted up. I did like, uh, th- I, you know, the whole like uh, Gladwell 10,000 hours. I'm like almost 10,000 or I think I'm right. over 10,000 or like it's something crazy like that. Anyway, just say you're over 10,000. No one, I'm no over 10,000 talking period, yeah. but it's not for that. But I had something insane number just that. But I like I got to the point where I don't, I would never, like, I don't even think about stopping it. I just go because yeah. it's just like, you're right. Like, if you if you stumble, if you whatever, just keep going. It sounds natural anyway. Yeah. All right. Let's talk birds. It's because, like a football again, take. When you yes. make a mistake, you just keep it you moving. You just keep plowing through. Yeah. That's right. And and you, you say, no, I never thought Dan Campbell was not going to be <laughs> Yeah, well, I've always been a Dan Campbell. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all right, let's dive in. Let's talk some birds because it has been a weird, you said it at the very top of the pod. It's it's a weird feeling right now yeah. with this team. And, you know, that they're 2-0. I, I feel like there is a uh, almost like a, a 50-50 split in the city of people like me being like, hey, relax. Like, two games, two games in four days, chill out. Like, you know, this is going to be okay, blah, 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 whatever. And then there's a, a large, and there are people in between, and then there's a large portion of people being like, they look bad. Jalen looks bad. The passing yeah. game looks bad. The coaching's been bad. They barely won these games. They got five turnovers, if you include the Jefferson play, and didn't four, they win the turn about it by four, and, and win barely. You know, like, I, I think it's a really strange feel in the city for a 2-0 and team right now. Yeah, and I, I think that what, I'm finding is not so much Eagles fans because I don't think they really qualify for this, but like I do think the confidence in this team nationally is probably a bit more fragile than we thought, and it probably showed in the lists that were made this offseason where Jalen was not always top three, where where Nick Sirianni was not in top ten of a lot of lists. Mm-hmm. Like the Eagles as a team, where I think because they were the NFC champion, people felt like they had to do it, but you can see through two weeks of the NFL. A lot of people are jumping ship on the Eagles. Like a lot of power rankings that have come out. The Eagles, I saw them one and one today. They're four behind the Dolphins and the 49ers and the Cowboys. I saw a Sports Illustrated one. I just feel one. like those are always such prisoners of the moment. Though, so those things. I think with those lists, they lend themselves to being prisoners of the moment. Here's where I think I well, I know where I fall on this. The Cowboys are playing better than the Eagles right now. The Niners are probably playing better than the Eagles, although they didn't play great against the Rams. Mm-hmm. I do think that if the Eagles were 1-1, one one, I think it would be okay to put those teams ahead of them because the Cowboys have been impressive and the Niners have been impressive. The Eagles, they've been impressive if you allow yourself to like remove expectations. I mean, the win over the Vikings was an impressive win. 34 points, like they, a short week, like a lot of impressive things. But I think what the power rankings, in my opinion, are getting wrong is until the Eagles lose or those teams beat the Eagles... I think the Eagles deserve to be ahead of them in the power rankings. Even if they're not playing as well, the Eagles were better than them last year. They're undefeated this year, and they've not lost to them this year. 
if the Cowboys had beaten the Eagles or if like in week five or whatever that first game is, it's later than that. It's week the, seven or eight. When the Dallas plays the Eagles, if they're both like whatever with a really good record and, and the Cowboys win, then yeah, I think you can put the Cowboys ahead of them. But I think the Eagles, while we can be concerned and talk about our concerns, I think the overall like blanket statement is they still deserve the respect of the NFC champion. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And also, again, look, I mean, we're talking about power rankings two weeks in, which is silly. I mean, you oh, know, it's also I, fun. I, it's a fun, yeah. sure. But I mean, like, do you think that those two teams are better than the Chiefs already? Are you out on the Chiefs because they're one and one and they haven't looked great so far? Like the Chiefs haven't looked great so far and they're actually one and one. Right. Like we're not talking about free. And I know they've won Super Bowls and thus that give. But like we're not sitting here going like, uh oh. They're cooked. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they've gone deep like four years in a row or whatever. Like, it wouldn't be shocking if they ever had a down year. I'm not saying they're going to, but I'm just saying with this Eagles team, it's like people are so quick to to be like, oh, oh, oh. Well, when they played two ga- Again, I can't emphasize enough. Two games in four days. I think we forget what that Thursday night football... Every year, you have to tell me yeah. what that Thursday <laughs> night football game is for players, especially these early ones. Like, they're always gross. They're always sloppy. They're ugly football. They shouldn't be doing them. Like, we talked about it. I'm happy to watch it. But obviously, it's not great for these players. And you see it. And because they played a tough game on the road in New England where Belichick did a great job against them, and everyone's like, oh, no. And they have literally no time whatsoever to watch that film. They're prepared for Minnesota. Like, they're coming back and they're playing Minnesota, essentially. They have a day to recover. Tuesday, and the game's on Thursday. Like, I just, I get people being frustrated with the with how they've looked. I don't get obviously you can't be frustrated with 2 0. Can't do better. Like whatever however it gets there, they're as many wins as they're allowed to so, have. Right so now. like remember that. Like everyone, remember that. Like you can be frustrated with how they look, but they can't be frustrated with the fact they're two and oh. But if you're frustrated with how they look, I just I, I just think it's unfair to to take this two game sample in four days and make these large sweeping statements about them. Like again, as I've said so many times, if you want to talk to me about the Avante Maddox injury being a, an issue in a in a middle oh, of the back half of that. the secondary that that we're already concerned about coming in the season, yeah, dude, I'll right. talk about that. That's fair. That's something you can talk about. That is, but I think how the team looks with no preseason again. I just feel like broken record, but it's because I, I just feel like it's unfair to to take what we've seen and and you know say that's the football team or even close to the football team we're going to see. So last year, if you remember, we would get into it, and i get into it with callers, when I would say, like, yeah, I would probably maybe still put the Chiefs or the Bengals ahead of the Eagles. And part of the reason my logic at the time was they've accomplished things that the Eagles have not, and I thought they deserved that. And I think the same logic applies to the Eagles, yep. right? Like, the Eagles made the they Super Bowl. They almost won the Super Bowl. The Eagles Bowl. almost won the Super Bowl last year. They went to the Super Bowl they last year. They kicked ass on the way to the right. Super Bowl. They beat both the Niners and Giants by, like, a right. 50 points. So or I still think I would, I would put them ahead of them. Now that we've sufficiently said... It's like it's okay to feel good about the team. I do understand, of course, the frustration. Of like, course, they, you haven't seen football. The stats are not good you on wait their side, all year to or watch it, and and you're like, that's what I get. I get it. Like, but but you have to be able to take yourself out of the instinctual reaction and and step back and say, and look again. There are certain things to depth issues, to to positional issues we were concerned about coming into the season. If you think you know, you want to confirm things with what you've seen, like I can understand that. I just think if you believed in Jalen Hurts coming into this season, yeah, I don't think you, anything should have shaken your confidence. In these two games, should, should have like, made you lose. If confidence. we're talking about this uh, three weeks from now, and Jalen still looks horrible in the past game, hell yeah, we could start to have a discussion. And even then, you made a great point on the radio the other day. Like, 
it's certainly possible that he has a regression. It doesn't matter for the future of his career so either. I looked this up today. So I was in. Free- and I don't expect him to regress. I'm right. just saying, like people, like everyone is freaking out. And they need to so relax a little. Bit. I was in for Hugh Douglas again today um, with with Joe Gilio, and we talked about like was the bar set too high for Jalen? Mm-hmm. And we we don't have to get into that right no. now. But if you look at the quarterbacks that we considered some of the best in the game and some of the best over the last few years, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and I picked Aaron Rodgers as like an old one. He won one. MVP two times right. in the okay, last so, years. So Mahomes' first year as a starter, his breakout year, 50 touchdowns. The next year he had 26. Joe Burrow's first two games after his breakout year, more interceptions than touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers had fewer touchdowns year after his breakout year, and in his first two games he had two touchdowns and two interceptions. When you have your breakout year as a quarterback, it is hard to come back the next year and do it again. Everybody's game plan for you. It's you versus every defensive mind in the NFL. And the great players still have a good year and then take off from there. And I think that's what we're seeing from Jalen this year and in two games is he is adjusting to what the NFL has for him now. He has been recognized as a great player, and he's adjusting with it. So I don't expect Jalen to have to have an MVP year for me to feel comfortable about him at the end of the year. Yeah, of course, but I also think he's still... I he could do it, and he's yeah. capable of it. And but. again, I, I just th- the main point is they played two games in four days without any uh, rest, reaction, time to look at what they've done. Time and that's to, a big part of it. It's too. a massive thing. Yeah. They played two defenses that threw stuff at them that they were not planning on or had never seen before. As Nick Sirianni on the morning show, they said unscouted looks, like yeah. looks that neither of those two defenses had ever shown before. They showed to the Eagles. And that's the kind of stuff that look. That's you prepare all week for something, and you see something different. It can be confusing. It can be now the Eagles adjust, and and you know we hope and and all that stuff. But again, I, I just two games in four days, I think gets lost in the whole thing. As uh, you know, I just think we just need to relax yes. a little bit. Again, they are two and zero. It could be way worse. We could be like frustrated with how they're playing, and they're zero and two, or one of my. I mean, the freaking Chargers are zero two. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, superstar guy, had a chance Maybe to win not. OT, yeah. didn't. Joe Burrow, obviously injury induced, but they're zero two. Like there are teams out there that, and again, you know, the Bengals were zero two last year, went to the uh, almost went to the Super Bowl. But like you can, if you're zero two, the least you can have some some reason for panic. Yes, 